It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. I just lost my voice. Uh, how's everybody doing today? It's third podcast of the day on Wednesday, the 24th of May, and this is on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN, sponsored by Stoner Eats Productions, uh, Fred Ben Savage's Fuck, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is Great, and SockEmUp.org. There's the five. I know it's five now, so we got that going. So you guys are in for a treat on the podcast. I have a special guest today. I'm going to bring him on right here, right now. And right here, right now, we have Stefan Braxton here with me in the studio. How you doing? All right. How you doing? I'm, I'm fucking awesome right now. It's... Uh, it's yeah, it's a it's a good day, man. So can't really complain. And you know, you gotta gotta do what you gotta do and get out and get into the the world of recording. That you know, the recording always goes. And so I'm just gonna kind of go. I'll go right into it. And so so with your streaming, you are the host of uh, your own show, and so, I mean, have you always been kind of like had the same format for the show, the the show? Uh, I'll let you talk about it, um, if that'd be easier. Okay. The <laughs> show is called Comics on Life. And uh, I started that show back in 20, 2011. But I'm here in Pittsburgh. So when I started the show in 2011, we was doing it in the television studio. And I would have comedians from Pittsburgh on a show, plus singers and and what have you. And I had co-hosts. I had five comedian co-hosts, and we would do the show like that. And it was a live call-in show. Oh. And when I started that, and we was doing it in the studio, a lot of comedians, I heard them saying, you know, when they travel, you know, they travel somewhere to do a show the the venue that they had, they got these clicks there and everything and people didn't treat them right. And, and um, hearing all these stories. So when the pandemic hit, yeah, that's when I changed comics on life and we started streaming on Facebook and YouTube live, uh, UBSM, Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, uh, we on Comcast, we on Verizon, and when I started doing it virtually, now when I would when I started doing it virtually, the reason I did that was I wanted comedians to connect with each other from all across the country. So no matter where you go, if you watch the show every week, or you're on the show you'll meet other comedians from different cities all across the country. That way y'all connect with each other. And if you ever get ready to perform in that city, you hit up that comedian and be like, hey, I'm getting ready to come to your city. Hey, come support me. 
you know, come help me out, show me where to go eat, hang out with me. And that's what the show is about for comedians to build one big comics on life family. And you don't have to go on to one of those uh, whatever city and, and or whatever city comics page on Facebook and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm Rusty, I, I'm coming in through town. And then you hope you have someone that will vouch for you that you're you're good and uh, then you got to go through all that. But if you're in if the you're comics probably, on my family. Yeah, if you're in the family, you are really going to know somebody in that town. And yeah. all you got to do is just reach out to them be like, I'm getting ready to come to your town. They'd be like, all right, I got you. I had this one one show, this uh, this girl, she was from, I think, Ohio. But for her birthday, she was going out to California to celebrate her birthday. Yeah. Well, the show that she was on, it was another girl on there from California. Oh. And the other girl said, when you get out here, hit me up. We're going to hang out. I got some shows for you. And she did a couple of shows out there in California with this other girl. And I said, that's what I love. That's what Comics on Life is about. You're able to set it up and set that, you know, for anyone to be able to get these. I mean, getting, yeah, getting booked and having to go and uh, not have someone that's there, like, set up and um like i've got i i booked you and i'm i'm trying to book everybody else that was on on the show that we did last week on this uh-huh. show and just yeah try to get it around because i mean everyone i liked on there so it it worked out pretty easily and um i'm glad we got to do that and yeah that so- was that was oh, a pretty uh funny show i got a lot of comments on that show <laughs> oh good yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, group of people, you know, how else would we have met? How else would we have all got together? And, you know, you got people from yeah, all over the country yeah, and yeah. Different that's places. what this show is about. Um, you, you're going to meet comedians that you'll probably never, ever met, meet before. Yeah. And you get to meet them and you'll be like, Dang, I was just in that city. If I would have been on, met them earlier, we could have hung out. And that's that's what it's about. And now we're on in London, the UK, and in Ireland. So if you oh. ever go to any of them, uh, matter of fact, in June, I'm going to have the first comedian on from the UK. And in July, the first comedian on from Ireland is going to be on the show. So if you go to Ireland, you gonna know a comedian there? All right. Are you planning any uh, trips out that way? Are you you wanted to go out to Europe at all? Do some? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not going nowhere. You're good. I'm good so busy you... here. Yeah, I bet. And so, one thing I wanted to ask about. So, you used to do a call-in show. What was that like? How many? I mean, because call-in shows. Uh, I mean, that's something that now i mean the equivalent of a call-in show now is people texting you don't really have the random weirdo dude call in and you know say some something you never know what it's going to be and uh it's- well the show the uh when we first started doing comics on life in the studio and it was a live show 
and people can call in because we had the number on the screen. Yeah. So <laughs> we would have, it would mostly be comedians calling in, you know, talking about the subject that we're talking about. But then you have your little weirdos called in. <laughs> so it was a little signal that I would give to the program director, you know, cut them off, <laughs> cut yeah. them off. Because we can't bleep or nothing because it was live. But um, most of the time, everybody that called in, it was um, it was really good. And then when I did my 10-year ten, uh, uh, ten episode, no, no, my five-year episode. When I did my five-year episode, uh, yeah. we had a bunch of comedians on there and a bunch of comedians called in to wish us, you know, um, happy anniversary on the five years and everything. And so we didn't have to cut nobody off. That that show was pretty good, but we did have to cut off a couple of people. I bet. Yeah. I mean that was that was a thing back um with you know with a lot of shows, a lot of the public access shows. And there was one guy, uh he was in Portland and he was in Atlanta for a while. And he used to have his home phone number on the screen the whole time and so people i mean call and just leave the craziest messages because he was this guy who would do uh, really really <laughs> fucking weird stuff and like he he pushed every envelope you could very much free speech kind of guy and eventually got taken off of public access because he pooped on um that's the one thing you couldn't do. He, like he used to go hang out and uh, you know at the uh, naked beaches and just go and film around there and stuff, or um, oh, do, make that... doing these weird songs and shit. And wow, yeah. But then well, he, the he most, decided to poop. The most we got was people would call in and they didn't know it was a call in show. They thought it was an audition. And I'm like, oh. what are you auditioning for? What? No, we don't need to hear all that. <laughs> they want to give me their resume and everything. I'm like, no, this ain't that type of show. Yes, they start doing a bit and like, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you ever? Did you ever have that happen uh, on your show? Do you ever have someone come on and start doing one of their bits from their actor? Is it uh, pretty much? People just go and they end up just talking and doing, you know, doing what they on, do. On the on the show that I do now, the virtual one. Yeah, I have some of the comedians, and for some reason, they think it's their show, <laughs> and they just start going on. I'm like, uh, okay, be quiet. Sometimes I gotta mute them. I just mute them and be like, um, this is comics on life. You keep your answers short. We don't need to know your history. We had this one guy on, and in the introduction, he started yeah. talking about his city. He was talking about the crime rate in the city, the <laughs> dog. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I had to mute him. I'm just trying to get your name, man, just so we can get, get you going. And yeah, but it's, for, the, uh, for the most but... part, though, the comedians I have on my show, they are some great comedians. They're hilarious and they're willing to help other comedians because I try to get comedians when I book a show, I try to get comedians 
because I have at least five to six. So uh-huh. I try to get like at least three with more than five years experience and then the other three less than five years experience so they can work together, give them some advice, you know, to the new ones and and and, and help them work on their craft. I just want, because me, myself, as a comedian, I'm 56 years old. So pretty much I'm not going to make it too far. So <laughs> I want the younger people to get together and help each other and, and build that Comics on Life family where we're going all over the world. Yeah, and I think it's an important thing to be able to help out the, the younger comedians, you know, take them take them along and show them you know show them how to how to do it i guess basically and how to you know make the best and be able to give them your i don't know what the word would be yeah go ahead now see what i noticed a lot of young younger comedians yeah they think if they just smoke a whole bunch of weed go on stage and say whatever they want to say they they are comedians no, that's not a comedian. A comedian takes the time, write his jokes, study his jokes, perfect his jokes, work on the timing. You just can't go smoke a whole bunch of weed and just go on stage and talk. That's not a comedian. That's just you high talking around people. <laughs> right. Yeah. The uh, the the stoner. F- f- uh... What, what the stoner philosophy the stoner philosophy yeah I, I can't say the word i i was <laughs> i was gonna say uh i don't know i was gonna go bill and ted and uh but um yeah it's it makes it a lot harder when you don't have that joke or no no punchline or you know it's uh yeah there's definitely a difference in the right time for it and what you're gonna do in your set and yeah, now, if, you're also... going, oh, if you're going to do that, do that with your friends. And if they laugh, write it down. And then when you're not high, you go over it <laughs> and you perfect it. <laughs> and yeah, have a, have a good, good set. Like, and you can start to toy around with the audience. And then if, you know, you need to rope back into that, you go right back into it and you have your, your next set to be able to keep keep moving along or your next joke to be able to keep it moving along and get yourself to that ending point whatever it may be whatever the the best yeah. joke is. and that's just something. like yeah that's just like um um i believe his name is uh cory holcomb and he oh, okay always, yep he going on stage and you think he's drunk because he always had a cup and he's drinking and he'd be talking but he really don't be drunk. That's just the way he presents his comedy. He don't really be drunk. And, you know, that's a cool way. But see, a lot of these young comedians think, ooh, he drunk. Let me do a drunk. No, no, that's his style. Yeah. and then, You got to get your own style. And you're trying to go up and do sets when you're wasted. And then you, what you think you're doing and saying as opposed to what comes out at the end is pretty different. Um, I think we talked about that on the show that you was on the last show. Somebody, I um, think so. They thought they was funny, but they was just drunk. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think that was the show. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's a good thing to know it. And it's, it definitely changed a lot for shows. Cause yeah, when I started, I mean, I, I was like that, that's a good idea. Let's just, I don't, I'm going to try not to get drunk, but definitely drink and stuff before. And then, yeah, I learned that wasn't a good idea. That didn't last more than a year into it. And then I was like, okay, this is stupid. Well, before I go on stage, I'll probably have like maybe one drink just to get that edge off. Yeah. Just to get that edge off. And um, I might have like a bottle of water or something on stage. But uh, yeah, you can't you can't do it drunk because the alcohol, the alcohol makes you see things that's not there. You'll see people laughing, but they're not really laughing. Right. Uh, it's in your head. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm crushing it. This is fucking great. And then it's like, oh, well, nope. Okay. People <laughs> watching the tape back and like, oh, okay, that's not good. How, how are you with watching your, your sets back uh, when you get home or later? Do you record all your stuff? Well, actually, I'm at that point now when I do a show, it, you, there's no recording. You can't um, record any of my shows or anything. So, but I, after I do a show, I always stay around. I talk to the audience and, well, most of them just come up to me and they be like, I enjoy your set. I enjoyed that. You had me laughing. That's how I get my feedback. If I get yeah. if I get more than five, six, ten people come up to me and say I really enjoyed it, I really enjoyed it, then I know I did good. But if I get on stage and I'm walking through the crowd and everybody look at me like and turn their head, and I'll be like, oh shit, I must have bombed. <laughs> I know that one. I've definitely had that one before. And it's just like, oh shit, okay. Especially when I thought I did all right. And that that's when I learned it's I, I need to get better at reading the room and you know that's the first thing uh, when i started doing comedy uh um experienced comedian um uh, his name is ty mac uh he's been on deaf comedy jam and everything he's the big mac of comedy and he told me as soon as you get on stage take that time after the in introduction and before you start take that little five seconds and just scan the room, see what you got. The older people, younger people, black people, white people, scan that room and see what you got. And then start thinking about what material you're gonna use. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that usually before, like if, unless I'm first up, if I'm first up, then I'm looking through the curtain like this. Oh yeah, curtain. yeah one of those if I, if it's comedy or if it's wrestling or whatever i'm and then before i go up i'm not usually hanging in the back most of the time i'm watching especially because i don't want to you know for the most part i know the people who are on the shows what their jokes are what they are but if it's some show where i don't know anybody i want to make sure that i'm not talking about the same thing that somebody else is talking about and right. doing that same kind of material it's like well we already heard someone do it and you know it, it was okay well here it is again and so then you have to be able to switch that and take that part out and be able to 
you know, adapt. Now, I think, yeah. I think that's the biggest fear of every comedian going on first. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love going on first. For real? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel I have a lot less nerves if I if I go on first because and then plus I get to set the tone of the night which sometimes can be odd having it be me be on first because I might set kind of a funky tone but um <laughs> it's, it's great and then the rest of the time I can just sit back and and relax and I don't have to I don't have to worry about trying to you know not worry about doing someone else's or you know some you know, premise or something that someone else is doing. Yeah. And just be able to, and, you know, be able to um, really just watch the show and be it not just be thinking about what am I going to do? But then, you know, going up late is always kind of nice too. And when you get all the crowd all warmed up, especially if it's at a comedy crowd where, or like a comedy club where people know they're laughing and it's not, you're doing it at, at a bar. Where there's people playing video lottery and shit, and you got right. And then if you go on later, like uh, the crowd is more drunk. Yeah, <laughs> it makes <Right>. it better. <laughs> and ready, ready to, um, yeah, ready to laugh. And especially yeah, if it's a, um, geez, if it's a, I don't know what's going on. I got. Um, I, I so I on, I'm on Skype. I got these bots that keep hitting me up, and I only use Skype with one person. But they, <laughs> I just get these weird random bots that start hitting me up, and yeah. I mean, so, but it's just such a difference between working at a comedy club because I mean, for the most part, I don't want to do too many bar shows if I have the option, especially if I know that they have a video lottery or pool. I mean, how many times have you, you know, been at a show and you know, they got people playing pool in the background or, um, hey, or you know, not turning it down for sports? Wait, here's a funny thing, though. I did a show when I first started. I think I was only doing comedy for like maybe a year, maybe a year or two. And I did this show in Toledo, Ohio, and the pool table was on the stage, like in, in, in the back of the stage. It was a kind of a big stage. The pool yeah. table was on the stage. And then you had about another uh, six feet where you can, um, they wanted to put the comedy show. So I'm on stage and these two guys are playing pool behind me. So every time they had a shot on this side, they were like, oh, excuse me, bro. And I'm like, I'm trying to do a show here. <laughs> but out of the way. I made it weird, though. It was the funniest thing ever. They was cracking up. And I just implemented them into my show. I put them in my show. And I went off of my material and started talking about them playing pool and watching them make this shot and all this. And the crowd loved it. Yeah. So sometimes you got to improvise and take your surroundings and make that your show. Because, and that's something, yeah, that's usually something when, when scanning the crowd, 
you know, to be able to do that. Or if you see, yeah, someone that's been, you know, laughing at dumb shit all night, I'm like, oh, that's that person's going to be, I, I know what I can do. I know exactly what stuff I can do. That's or, the one you make eye contact with. Yep. Yep. All you have to do is if you can really connect with just, you see and connect with one person and then this starts chain reaction. Everybody else starts going, like you said, with the guys playing pool, you go, you get them in it. And then everybody sees how good of a time they're having with you uh, being able to do that. Those people in the crowd are going to start loving it. And then it's just feeding off everybody and uh, it works out pretty well. And so uh, where, where are people going to find you? I have, I'll put it in the show notes. How are they going to be able to watch your show? How are they going to be able to get on your show? Okay. Uh, Comics on Life come on every Thursday at 8 p.m. And then every second Thursday uh, of the month, uh, Comics on Life, the night show comes on. And we're on Apple TV, Fire TV, Roku, uh, UBS and Knob TV, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Comcast and Verizon here in Pittsburgh. Um, you can watch it. A lot of people subscribe to the Comics on Life page on YouTube. Uh, like the um, Comics on Life page on Facebook. Um, also, if you're a comedian and you want to be booked on the show, the number is 412-737-9396. Just call me, tell me you've seen this show, and you will be booked. I'm, I'm booked all the way up until September, so I'm still looking for comedians for the end of the year. Uh, I'll book you on both shows. Uh, you don't even have to have, you can have one year of comedy. You can have 100 years of comedy. I don't know how good you're going to be with a hundred years of comedy, but <laughs> you probably got some slave jokes, but anyway, <laughs> probably like, okay, well, like, oh yeah, well, I'm 113. I, you know. Yeah. But uh, just call the number. Uh, my name is Stefan Braxton. Call the number. I'm booking um, YouTube, subscribe to the page, Facebook, like the page. And uh, check us out. It's a funny, funny show. You'll meet other comedians that you can connect with and, and network with and become part of the Comics on Life family. Yeah, it, it was a great time. I, I enjoyed myself very much. And so, yeah, I, thank you for that. And uh, one thing, so um, with your show, there's this new um ai thing uh that will go and split if it's under two hour youtube video it'll clip out your in uh your video in like 15 different parts uh then it'll take like certain things people say and like make it like those youtube short videos like already in the format just uh -huh. ready to go and they'll do like 15 of them and they're uh they're pretty good and it's free and how do you do that? You just, you copy the YouTube link, you go into opus, O-P-U-S dot P-R-O, and you just drop the link, and then you, um, it sends you an email, like, 10 minutes to an hour later, and it just has, like, 15 different clips ready to go, and you can just either upload it from there or download them, and then upload them later. It's game changer, and it would be hey. so good for your show. 
Can you can you text me that or, or send it to me? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that right to you because it'll be so good for your show just to have those those little bits to go up as teasers to bring more people in with with that. Someone uh, had been telling me I got to do this, get these little short clips, it, but I didn't want to edit. I don't have time for that shit, but this does it for you and takes no time. Uh, so wow, don't really have much of a yeah, there's no reason not to. And with so many people saying so many things on it, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, you'll really like it. I'm not going to hate Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rusty. Yeah, yeah. let me um yeah, send me that in messenger. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, well, Stefan, thank you for being on and uh, hopefully we'll cross paths soon here. All right. Thank you for having me on. And I'll be calling you soon to put you on a nice show. You got it. I'm ready to do that whenever. All right. Thank you. Yep. Later. All right. That's Stefan Braxton. Short show tonight, you guys, uh, for short people. This show is a shout out. This is my special show for short people. I've had some short episodes today. So if you're a short person, these shows today are for you. Um, That's okay. Tall people can listen to medium sized people. Everyone can listen. And Stefan is cool. Comics on Life was a real fun time. You can check that out on YouTube. I was on the last one. So if you go on to Comics on Life on YouTube or Facebook, the last or the newest one, I'll be on it. You can see me and you can see Stefan and I think four other comedians who will be on this show later on. So uh, this is the Public Access Podcast. The podcast for returning guest right there. That's a shout out to returning guests. I don't know if he came up with the podcast. I believe he did. But if not, he uh, was definitely somebody who said podcast a number of times. So shout out to him. And thank you for listening. This is on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, brought to you by Stone Reads Productions. Hypnosis is great. Hardcore and comedy. Fred Ben Savage as fuck and sockemup.org. Check those out. I'm going to put all this stuff in the comments or in the description for you guys. And you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that is the show, man. Boom! It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>